Yes, sir, Amos. That music say, Good health to all from Rexall. The Amos and Andy Show, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Jester Hairston, June Foray, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll, Amos and Andy! How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Freeman Gosden. You know, the final test of any product's worth is how far the manufacturer will go in backing it up. That's why my partner and I are so truly proud to be sponsored by the Rexall Drug Company. You see, every Rexall drug product is sold under an unconditional money-back guarantee. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And there is no wrapping and mailing it to the Rexall laboratories. If any Rexall drug product doesn't give you the satisfaction you want, just return it to the store where you bought it, and your money will be cheerfully refunded, no questions asked. Well, yesterday, the Kingfish's brother-in-law, Leroy, arrived from South America. Right now it's dinner time, and the kingfish, Sapphire, her mother, and Leroy are gathered around the table for a little welcome home dinner. Oh, Mama, it's so good to have Leroy back, ain't it? It's just like having the lamb return to the fold. Well, daughter, I'd say it's more like having our pigeon fly back to the roost. <laughs> From the way he's eating there, I'd say the vulture was back on the perch, huh? <laughs> about South America, Leroy. Well, uh, the part I was in was delightful. (laughs) But, of course, in the jungle, there's some rather fierce tribes. They say you can get a shrunken head for $50. Well, from the looks of that pinhead of yours, you must have got a $100 job. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. Look who's talking about heads. Why, with that bald head of yours and them jug ears... You look like an ostrich egg laying between two toadstools. Please, 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 folks. All this fighting is ruining my digestion. Oh, that's a shame, Leroy. Yes, sister dear. I wonder if I could have another piece of pie before I lose my appetite. Why, of course, Leroy. And I'll get the coffee, too. Yeah, and I'll help your daughter. Say, uh, brother-in-law, I wonder if you'd do me a favor. Yeah, what you want, goof? Well, I took the liberty of giving the Lodge Hall as my forwarding address when I left South America. And if any letters come, would you turn them over to me? Yeah, I'll turn them over to you. Tell me this, uh, why did you leave uh, South America anyway? Well, the climate didn't agree with me. Oh, the climate didn't agree with you. When you got fired from that job in California, the climate didn't agree with you there. Always the climate don't agree with you. You better get over that. I guarantee when you pass us on, the climate ain't going to agree with you there, neither. <laughs> Say, Kingfish, I dropped down to the lodge... Uh, hey, excuse me. I didn't know you was reading the letter there. Oh, uh, this letter? Oh, yeah, well, uh, the thing just come to the lodge hall this morning, Andy. It's addressed to my brother-in-law, Leroy. Yeah. Funny thing happened, though, Andy. The thing just opened on me accidental here. 
What you mean, accidental? Well, Linda, my pencil was a little dull there, so I started to sharpen the lead by running the thing back and forth, you know, on the envelope, and then the pencil kind of flipped under the flap, and between the rubbing and the flipping and the flapping, why, I wound up with loose mucilage all over the place. <laughs> oh, well, that's a shame. What did the letter say? Well, that's it. After all the trouble I went to, or uh, accidentally opening Leroy's letter, they were sneaky enough to write the thing in a foreign language. Yeah, look at all them words on there. That's Spanish, ain't it? Yeah, you know any Spanish, ain't it? Well, not much. All I assure of is that Buenos Aires means goodbye, and thank you means mucho grape nuts or something like that. <laughs> Wait a minute, Andy. There's a word there right between them two long ones. P-E-S-O. That's peso. Yeah. Ain't that Spanish for peasant? No, no, Andy. You were thinking of Python. <laughs> I thought he was the president of Argentina. No, no, that's peon. Oh, peon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam peon, yeah. <laughs> this word, uh, peso, uh, that is Spanish for money, Andy. Is you sure? Andy, that is the one word I know is in every language. Peso, that's like an American buck. One of the difference is a peso got a picture of Xavier Cougat on it. <laughs> Look there at the heading on the letter. They got an oil well printed up there. Yeah, and I tell you something, boy. In South America, letter, when you find the oil well in the world peso together, you know you was about to eat high on the enchilada. <laughs> we got to get this thing translated. How are we going to translate this mess here? Well, there's that old Spanish-American dictionary around that Brother Thompson used during the war to prove that he was an alien. Yeah, I remember that. The poor fellow was still hollering, Viva la Gua Guadalupe, when they took him away. <laughs> hey, I was just thinking, Kingfish. I used to go with a gal named Chiquita. She was brung up in Cuba, and she could really talk Spanish. Yeah, well, that's fine, Andy. We could take the letter over to her and have her translate the thing. I know this letter means big money for us, though. I know that. Yeah, well, the only thing is, I ain't seen Chiquita for a couple of years. We had a little lover's quarrel. At a party, she was playing Besame Mucho on her mandolin, and I done slipped my arm around another gal. Oh, and she see you, huh? Yeah, and what a performer. Without missing the beat, she done besamed me over the top of the head with that mandolin. Just locking up my suitcase, Mama. Oh, you afraid George might get into it again, huh? Yes, Mama. After all, when I got back from that last trip, the dirty crook come in here and swiped all that perfume I smuggled in from Mexico. <laughs> well, I'm telling you now, Leroy, if he pulls anything like that this time, he's going to wind up wearing a naughty pine zoot suit, and he ain't going to be a no mutagena bug either. <laughs> Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store names and who recommend and sell the 2,000 or more products made by the Rexall Drug Company. Rexall MI-31, America's all-purpose antiseptic, is a good example. Tangy, amber-colored, Rexall MI-31 kills contacted germs in seconds, yet will not harm delicate membranes of the mouth and throat. 
That's why it serves with equal effectiveness as a mouthwash, gargle, breath deodorant, or general household antiseptic. And you get a full pint at the same price as other brands of smaller quantity. Ask for MI-31 at Rexall Drug Stores everywhere. Well, Kingfish, here's Chiquita's apartment. Yeah, well, now, here's the thing. Get her to translate the letter, Andy. You think she's still mad at you? Mad at me? Ha! Kingfish, I is irresistible. Mm -hmm. I is to women like Vigoro is to a droopy petunia. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll knock on the door here. Now, remember, Andy, don't be blunt. Uh, Bring up the letter in a diplomatic way. Don't worry. I'll smooch around to it. Yes? Chiquita, my darling. And I got an idea this petunia is getting her vigoro from another gardener. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, let me try this again. What you want, Andy Brown? I tell you, two years ago, I never want to see you again. Yeah, but, Chiquita, I don't come up here to apologize. Oh, that's different. Come in. Thank you, Chiquita. Uh... This is my friend, Mr. Stevens. Buenos dias, senor. And how are yourself? Oh, myself is fine, thank you. I feel fine, yeah. Uh, tell me this. Is you still mad at me, Chiquita? Well, a little bit, maybe. Well, how much a little bit, honey baby doll? Oh, a very little bit, my cute little cucaracha. Ah, now you're talking, my little Spanish onion. Oh, Andy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Andy. Yeah, Kingfish? The letter. Uh, what letter was that? Uh, Tequila, I wonder if you would, uh, uh, use your big fat cucaracha here just a minute. Come on over here, Cougar. Come here. Okay. Now, listen, you dummy. We come over here to get the letter translated. Yeah, but when she starts ticky-ticking me, I... I start remembering how it was before she conked me with that mandolin. Listen, Andy, go back there and keep your mind on the business. Be diplomatic about the letter. Okay, come on. Uh, Chiquita. Yes, Andy? I would do anything in the world for you. And I would do anything in the world for you? Good. Translate this letter. <laughs> Diplomatic. Holy mackerel. I think we got another Vasinski on our hands here. Oh, you want me to translate letter? I see. That is why you make up with me. I think I will go get the mandolin. No, no, no. Don't do that. Oh, no. Chiquita, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold everything. Yeah, when I mentioned I was coming up to see you, you see... My friends here asked me if you'd do a favor and translate the letter. Special after I told him how sweet you was, my little tortilla. <laughs> that is different. All right, Andy, darling, I will translate. Yeah, here the letter is here. What do the mess uh, say? Read, read oh, that to us right yes, there. Yes, let me see here. Señor Leroy Smith, le avisamos que sus acciones y la compañía nacional petrolera ahora tienen el valor de diez mil pesos. Yeah, she's a great dictionary, ain't she? <laughs> yeah, and get a load of that cover, too. Si nos entrega los certificados de acciones, la enviaremos enseguida el valor correspondiente en forma de cheque. Quedo de usted su atento y seguro servidor. I don't know what that means, but if it's anything like a sound, I don't know how they let it get through the mail. <laughs> 
Sandy, but uh, what do that whole mess mean, uh, Tequila? Tell me about that. What do it mean? Well, it seems Senor Leroy, she is very lucky. She buy himself some no good stock for two, three hundred pesos. And now, boom, one, two, three, four oil wells she come in. Now the company, she want to pay her ten thousand pesos for the stock. Ten thousand pesos? Well, tell me this, uh, how much is that in cold American cash? Oh, three, four thousand dollars, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, well, thanks a lot, Tequila. Oh, but Andy, I think you come up to see Chiquito. You go so quick. Well, if we get another letter, we'll drop around. Cochino Morano sin verenza. Sote de aquí la galte. Antes de que te rano los ajos. Ma, yo! Yeah, and the best they ever think to you, too. <laughs> That stock of Leroy's is worth $4,000, and he don't know it. Now, I got to find some way to get that away from him. And you say that he keeps the stock in his suitcase, huh? Tell me something. Can't you just lift it out? No, no, Andy. The sneak keeps it locked, and he keeps the key pinned to his long underwear. I can't get this. (laughs) Well, if that's the case, maybe you could wait and get the key when he changes the underwear. No, no, Andy. Who knows what may happen to the stock market by spring? Now, what's the... Well, maybe you could go... uh, How are you, boys? How are you? Well, Al Gunkman, Jack Calhoun. What are you doing coming in here with your head down like that and dragging and being so sad, boy? Oh, it's a sad day for me, boys. A sad day. I just come from the funeral of my first cousin, Theodore. Oh, yeah, Theodore. He the one that's captain of the fish trawler, ain't he? Yeah. What happened to him? Well, they was loading a big catch, and my cousin was working down in the hole. All of a sudden, the net broke, and poor Theodore was buried under 500 tons of mackerel. 500 tons of mackerel. That's a sad thing, all right. Yeah, there was a big ton out at the funeral, though. On the way to the cemetery, there was 400 in the procession. 400, huh? Yeah, 42 relatives and 358 cats. <laughs> uh, that is too bad, but uh, we got a big problem here ourselves. I'm going to tell you something. Now, listen to this. You see, I done intercepted a letter from South America and found out that my brother-in-law, Leroy, has got oil stock that's worth $4,000. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Calhoun. And the kingfisher is trying to figure out some way to get it away from him, see? Oil stock, huh? Well, this looks like a simple case of petroleum pilfering. But the trouble is, though, Calhoun... Uh, Leroy has got the stock locked up with the key pin to his underwear. Yeah, what are we going to do about a mess like that? Now, explain something to us there, will oh, you, It's boy? an inside job, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, now, let's see if... Uh, uh, let's see. Now, if you were to render that boy unconscious, then you could get it. Yeah, if I could render him unconscious... Yeah, yeah, I could do that, but uh, wait a minute here. Huh? If I was in the room with that boy when he was knocked, uh, no compass menace... Uh, Mama and Sapphire are going to know that I done done the thing. Now, how are going to get out of a mess like that? Yeah, but uh, if, if, if they didn't know you was in the room when you done done it, if you wasn't in there and they know that you wasn't in there when you got knocked unconscious, then, then, then they wouldn't think you done it. 
Yeah, yeah, I done figured that out. I see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I got to do, in other words, is to figure some way to knock out Leroy yeah. when I ain't in the room. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that, that's a great idea, Calhoun. Yeah. Me and Andy going to work that out. Yeah, yeah. You know these oil wells is fascinating things, though, Kingfish. You know something about oil? Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, I put some money in one. Jonah. Yeah, we went all the way down to Texas. Uh-huh. And the geologist said we had the greatest spot in the world. Did, huh? Yeah, then we got the most expensive equipment we could get and started drilling. On the first of the month, we was 5,000 feet down. And by the 15th, we was 10,000 feet down. And by the 25th, we was 15,000 feet down. We was all set. The oil trucks were standing by. The oil company was there with the checks. And then, on January the 1st, it come up out of that hole. Oil? No, a dusty gopher. Now, let's listen in on our Rexall family druggist and a lady customer. I want to know more about this Ann Delafield reducing plan you're featuring. Well, ma'am, thousands of once seriously overweight people have called it the easiest, most natural, most pleasant way in the world to reduce. You see, Ann Delafield has helped more people lose weight than any other woman in the world. With her plan, you don't count calories, you don't starve, you don't take strenuous exercise. Then how do I lose weight? Naturally, ma'am. Naturally. You follow generous and appetizing menus. Between meals, you take the Andelafield Appetite Reducer Wafer, a delicious food, not a drug. You learn techniques and vital beauty tips that bring you new pep and energy. And to maintain vitamin protection, you take the special vitamins. Well, that sounds like fun. It is, ma'am. Easy and fun. If your excess weight is not organically caused, try the Andelafield Reducing Plan and start losing weight now. It's sold only at Rexall Drugstores. Ah, there we are, Andy. Now, now get that boxing glove on your right hand nice and tight there, boy. Yeah. Must I put the horseshoe in, too? No, no, Andy. Don't put no horseshoe in there. There ain't enough room with the brass knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Now, listen, you think this is going to work and we're going to be able to get that key away from your brother-in-law? Well, Andy, he's on his way over here to the lodge hall now. Now, we done hung these drapes across the back of the closet here, you see. Yeah, and you want me to be behind there, behind a drape with the boxing glove on. Yeah, that is right. Now, if this little idea of mine works out, we shouldn't have no trouble getting him to come in the closet. Yeah, but Kingfish... Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hear somebody coming down the hall. Yeah, yeah. That must be him now, Andy. Get in the closet quick. Okay, okay. That's it. Yeah, let me get down on the floor here now. I hope this thing works. Do, 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 do. Uh, say, Kingfish, I come over to ask you. Why, brother-in-law, what is you doing squatting in the middle of the floor there with that Turkish towel around your head? Well, what I doing, I was meditating. All of us yogis meditate at least two, three hours a day. You is a yogi? Yeah, took it up a month ago. Studying the stuff by mail. Just got my squatter certificate on it last week. <laughs> well, I didn't know they had yogis in this country. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a big thing now. Really catching on. They even come out with a spike contour chair for watching television. <laughs> this meditating is really the thing, though. Well, uh, how did it work? Well, you just uh, sit on the floor like this, uh, 
with your eyes closed till a thought hits you. Oh, it's a wonderful experience. Well, I'd like to try it. Mind if I join you, Kingfish? Join me? Uh, hey, take it easy there, Goofy. You can't have two yogis sitting around meditating in the same room. It's against the law of the National Retail Yogis Association now. <laughs> oh, I see. Of course, there ain't no law against you going in there saying, meditating in the, well, in that empty clothes closet right there. In, in the closet? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, show me what it does, Kingfish. Yeah, all right, come on over here. I'll show you here. Now, I'll open the closet, yeah? Now, you see there? Now, you just squat down there on the floor and you meditate in the dark. Well, uh, you think a thought will hit me? Well, you being new at it, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if one of them didn't hit you right off the bat, yeah. <laughs> You'll be in a trance in no time, boy. Oh, let me in here. This is fun. Yeah, now... I think I ought to warn you, though, Leroy, that if you come out of the trance and find a few bruises on yourself, don't let it worry you. We've been getting some pretty powerful thoughts around here lately. <laughs> it happens to be in a good reception area, you see. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of yogis got to squat around with aerials on top of their head because they're in the fringe area, you see. Right there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, sit down there. That's right. Yeah, right in front of the curtain. There you is. Everything is all set. I say everything is all set. Now I'll close the door and you start meditating. Hmm, what a goof. This is some setup. Uh oh. That was Andy letting him have it through the curtain. I'll get it there and get that key. Hello, brother in law. So- something wrong? Hmm. Thought didn't hit you yet, huh? I don't know. I bent my head down to meditate and something caught me on the back of the head. Mm, facing the wrong way, that's the trouble, yeah. Now listen, you dummy, don't you know that every genuine yogi always meditates facing the mysterious east with the point of his chin up in the air? Uh, like this, Kingfish? Yeah, that's almost right. Cock your head a little more. Up with your chin there. Live it up a little more there. That, that's it. Now hold it right there. That, that's a nice meditating angle. Oh, the thought can't miss this way, huh, Kingfish? Yeah. Up the days. Wait a minute. Don't fold your arms across your stomach like that now. Wait a minute. Unfold your arms. After all, you never know when a thought might want to catch you in the solar plexus, you know. <laughs> Is this better? Yeah, that's it. Now, keep yourself wide open for everything. I don't know about this. Uh, does you think a thought will really hit me this time? There wouldn't be surprised if you got a double thought there. <laughs> the double thought? Now, what is known in yoga circles as the old one-two. You might get that even. Yeah, well, you all set there now? Yeah. All right, let her go. Well, I hope that hand will really let him have it this time. Mmm, hot dog. Let me get in there now. Oh, back again, brother-in-law, dear? Uh, yeah, uh, Leroy, don't tell me the thought didn't hit you yet. Well, I tell you, Kingfish, <laughs> this is really fun. While I was sitting there with my chin up in the air, I felt the thought come at me from behind the curtain. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't feel that I was quite ready for it yet, so I stepped back and sort of counterpunched the idea. <laughs> There's the thought with his feet sticking out from under the curtain there. <laughs> yeah. Brother Lord, there, what is you up to? Well, I ain't up to nothing, Leroy, dear. Oh, you ain't? Well, I think I'll tell Mama about this little game you taught me. <laughs> she and Sapphire ought to get a big kick out of it. Mm, tell Mama. Now, wait a minute. Now, listen. Don't do that whatever you do. Don't go back there and tell your mama nothing. Now, look here, I'll tell you the truth, Leroy. Actually, I was trying to get your suitcase key that you got pinned to your underwear. I, that's the truth. 
Well, Kingfish, there's nothing in my suitcase this trip that's worth anything except my oil stock and... Oh, so that's what you is after. Well, you see, Leroy, I didn't want to trouble you none. So you see, I was going to take the stock and I was going to pay you for it later. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, Leroy. Well, I want to hold on to them stocks, Kingfish. Paid $400 for them. The man said that one of these days they was going to drill oil well on the property and they might be worth a lot more. Mm-hmm. He said he let me know when he drills. Well, Leroy, you ain't heard nothing from him. Probably got a dry hole with a dusty gopher and all that stuff down there. <laughs> but but if the stocks ain't, ain't no good, Kingfish, why does you want them? Well, you know I'm a big businessman with a lot of holdings, uh, tax write-offs and all that stuff. Tell you what I'd do, uh, I'll give you uh, 200 bucks for them. I'd sell them for 400, brother-in-law, dear. Well, I'll give you 250. I think I'll go home and tell Mama about playing yogi. Sold for $400. Now, look, Leroy, give me a hand and help me pick up that big fat idea off the floor, will you? Come on, Leroy. Yeah, Emma's, I don't give the kingfish 200 and he put up 200 and we went up to get the stock away from his brother-in-law. Yeah, but wait a minute, Andy. That stock is worth a lot of money. You say the stock is really worth $4,000. That's right. I'm going to tell you, in all fairness to everybody, you and the kingfish ain't got no right to do a thing like this to Leroy. Oh, what you talking about? You know the old saying, what you don't know won't hurt you? Well, right now, Leroy ain't feeling no pain. Well, I just don't think a fella should pull a stunt like that on his own brother-in-law like the kingfish is doing. I tell you, there's going to be fireworks if Sapphire and her mama find out about this, too. Oh, there ain't going to be no trouble. Listen, the kingfish has got the official transfer papers and everything else. And it ain't often he gets to pull a crooked deal like this on such a legitimate basin. Yeah, this is really crooked, though. The kingfish opening that letter addressed to Leroy and then telling him that his stock is, uh, ain't no good and he knows it's worth $4,000. After all, Leroy bought that stock in the first place. That was his windfall. Uh, windfall? Well, wait a minute. Look at it this way, Amos. The kingfish ain't so much jipping him as he is keeping the breeze off of him. Well, here you is, Leroy. $400 cash. Yeah, brother-in-law, and here's the oil stock. Yeah, now you just signed this little transfer here. That's it right there. And that make this stock officially in my name as of now. Well, all right, kingfish. But I still don't see why you want this worthless South American oil stock. I know it ain't no good. Ha, ha, ha. It so happened that I done opened a letter that was addressed to you that said that the stock is worth $4,000, so I knows it's good. And I know it ain't no good, Kingfish, because it so happens that I writ the letter before I left South America. Now, where are you? Fight coughs from colds two ways. Take Rexall Cherisote. Yes, ruby red Cherisote soothes irritated membranes of the throat and bronchial tubes, helps to quiet and loosen coughs. See your doctor about the cough that hangs on. Meanwhile, keep Cherisote in the family medicine chest. Ask for it at Rexall drug stores everywhere. The store with the orange and blue sign in the window. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and don't forget to visit your Rexall family drugstore often. And above all, don't forget to exercise your privilege as an American citizen and vote. Thank you and good night. See you next Sunday.
women pine for men who go stag. Go stag? You mean... Exactly. Stag brushless shave cream. No fuss, no rub in. Just smooth it on for quick, close, no scrape shaving. Leaves your face feeling smooth and refreshed all day long. That's stag brushless shave cream. Say, from now on, I go stag. Yes, women pine for men who go stag. to be with us next week at this same time next Sunday when your Rexall druggist will again present the Amos and Andy show directed by Cliff Howell. Stay tuned for the Edgar Berg and Charlie McCarthy program which follows immediately over most of these same stations. This is the CBS Radio Network.